You're not alone. 
I got to get to in Richardson, and then it's barbecue time at Hutchins. That's all there is to need to know about what the rest of my day looks like. I am going to be in a barbecue-induced coma at some point today, getting me some beef ribs, Texas tornado, that's brisket shoved inside a jalapeno, wrapped up in bacon with cream cheese on the inside, and then their fucking mashed potato casserole is amazing, and their mac and cheese is amazing, so... That's today, and I will be in a coma from about 1 o'clock on today. That's first thing. Second thing, what is today? Oh, today is, uh, uh, uh. Go Tigers. No, it's t-shirt time? Yeah, it's t-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. It is 12 times. Woo! It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Bam. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to you let everybody shut know. Up. They put I got to tell people about T-Public and their gigantic sale going on. 35% off everything, not just t-shirts. So let's say that you want to get a University of Ass sticker. Bam. Stickers are available at T-Public. All you got to do is put in the search engine, the Arnie State Show. 
boom, it takes you to my store. And my T-shirt today is one we simply uh, made up, and it has, it just says, Hot Girls Poop 2, in quotations, the Arnie State Show. So there you go. So the, the, the T-shirt today is Hot Girls Poop 2, which you can also get at tpublic.com. 35% off. 35%. That's almost half. Come on, people. Uh, so, okay, we got T-shirts out the way. Now, and, and a quick announcement. We're going to do the show a little backwards today. Uh, we're going to do mail before we do stories because I just got an email in, and I want to read this email because we got we got to help an ass family member. We got to help a big-time ass family member. So let me say the good morning, and then I got daily observation. So we're going to say good mornings, daily observation, then mail. Okay? Good. We might do all this break-free. All commercial-free today. Not that I have commercials, but you know what I mean. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ghost of Nevada was first one here. It says, good morning, y'all. What's up, Fred? Straight Fire says, Taco Tuesday, y'all. Arnie, let's do this. Yes, let's get it on. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope that you have a spectacular day. Cowboys Girl says, good morning. I missed yesterday, so I have to say, how about them Cowboys? You missed Tommy yesterday. You missed a phenomenal, especially the end of the show. That motherfucker was talking about eating nasty-ass okra. Mike D says, good morning. Called the win last night. Yeah, fucking A. The Niners just trounced the Rams. Good guy. By the way, I just, I, I, I hate to be this guy. You know I hate it. I hate it more than anything. But when I told you that Odell Beckham Jr. is a cancer on a team and the first game he plays for that team, they lose. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Uh-huh. People act like I don't know what I'm talking about. They got they got beat like a scalded dog yesterday, in the immortal words of Jim Ross. Uh, he says, now watch the Niners travel and lose to the damn Jags. Possibly. Uh, probably not, though. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, ass. Cameron Dice says, good morning, ass family. Mark in Detroit says, good news. Number one, still sober, month into a new job, and it's going very well. Just booked and paid deposits to uh, the catering DJ for the wedding next year, so need to save up the total amount due for the vendors, which we'll have done in February. Wedding is in July. Good for you, Mark. That's awesome, buddy. Hot Mama says, good morning, ass. Brett says, what up, ass family? Oh, fuck, I want some barbecue. Hot Mama says, that's awesome, Mark. Congratulations. Cowboys Girl says, don't worry, I'll go back and listen. Okay, good, 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 good. It's available. Uh, let's see. And Alicia says, way to go, Mark. All right. My daily observation. Now this happened two days ago and I didn't get to it yesterday cause I was all, I was all befuddled cause Tommy was here and, and I knew that we we're going to have fun. So uh, a couple mornings ago, we went to do uh, Sunday breakfast. Usually I make breakfast, but wanted to go out on Sunday. So, okay. We went to this, uh, this place like Eggstastic or ex- existential. It's a breakfast place. Now, whoever works there that had the genius idea to put a, a, a two biscuits inside of an omelet and then cover it with country gravy, they should win the Nobel Prize. That was one of the best breakfasts I've had in a long, long time. That and their, like, cottage fries that they had, you know, like the, like cut up uh, potatoes with green peppers and red peppers in there. Whoo, daddy. Damn, that shit was good. 
But I walk in there, right? And and it's right. I park the car, walk in. I got my sunglasses on. I don't take my sunglasses off till I sit down. This old broad sitting next to us. See, this is this. I this is why I don't like people because people have to butt their shit in. Oh, we got a celebrity here, and that's how she talked. Almost sounded like a Satana, but she didn't have a hashtag Fendi hashtag.com. But she almost sounded that way. We'll have to slow it down a little bit. Because that's how she talked. And she said, oh, do we have a celebrity in here? And I, I looked around. I thought she might have been a listener or something. I'm like, are you from Sacramento? <laughs> she goes, uh, no, I mean, because your sunglasses are on. I go, I just sat down. I just took my glasses off. Oh, okay, well, all right, well, bless your heart. And I'm like, okay, that means fuck you. So as we're sitting there. And this lady, and southern ladies like this, southern old ladies like this are loud. So you can't help, especially in a, and the restaurant ain't that big. So you're sitting down, you're right next to their booth. And the waitress comes over and says, uh, what are y'all planning on doing today? Well, uh, you see, I, I got some of that that stuff to make that uh, that, that that sauce for the sandwiches, you know, with you, the roast beef type sandwiches, you know, uh, uh, the, the au jus. That just doesn't sound right coming from a person from the South. Au jus. Au jus sauce. We make it sound like au jus. And, and that's not good. But she goes, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to make the au jus sauce. We're going to have people over tonight. Uh, we're, we're, we're headed to church first. And she made sure everybody knew she was headed to church. We're headed to church first. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some of that sauce, some of that, uh, that, that, that what they call au jus. We're going to have people over for roast beef sandwich, and, and, you know, just in case they don't eat meat and they come over, this is hand to God. She said this. She goes, we're going to make some chicken salad. <laughs> I literally had to turn the other way. I was laughing so hard when she goes, well, in case they don't eat meat, we're going to make some chicken salad. <laughs> And I turned and laughed so hard because that is only something you would hear in the South. Uh, in case they don't eat meat, we're going to make them chicken salad. <laughs> I'm still laughing because the waitress is like, uh-huh. And Poor fucking bratty. She's just eating it. I'm turned the other way. I'm about to spit out my damn food. I'm laughing so fucking hard. I didn't have the heart to look at the lady and go, hey, excuse me, ma'am. You do realize that chicken is meat. <laughs> like that's from Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, he's a vegetarian. Oh, okay, I'll make a lamb. Exactly. Uh, in case they don't eat meat. And, I mean, she was so, like, she was so proud of herself for that. That was the best part about the whole thing, was that she was so proud of it. She she wanted to look and do the old, where, where you put up the ten fingers and you just slam them down. Oh, in case they don't eat meat, we made chicken salad. <laughs> that made my entire day. I mean, I don't get entertained like that very often. That right there, that was fucking, that was so gold. 
well, in case they don't eat meat, we're going to make them chicken salad. It might have been just the way she said salad. But I figured you guys would enjoy hearing that story because it made me laugh my fucking ass off. In case they don't eat meat, we're going to have chicken salad. She would not do well on the West Coast. Oh, is this one of them vegetarians? Okay, all right, we can eat here. Jonathan, we can eat here. We can eat here. Uh, okay, uh, do y'all have fried chicken? Well, well, I know you don't serve meat, but do you have chicken? Or maybe chicken salad? Fucking A, man. That was gold. That was so gold. Like I said, I, I don't get I don't get spoiled like that very often. And uh, I, I guess I was doing something right. Because man, oh man, that was so fucking funny. Good God Almighty. All right. Uh, now, we, we, like I said, we have listener mail, and we have a couple of ask questions. And, and this first one's not an ask question, but I, I need to give my advice to somebody. So, of course, we're going to sing. And, and later, the person does request these songs when they do it. Uh, it's like Sheldon Cooper's mom talking to Raj about the magic animals or whatever because he's Hindu. At least she's trying. Yes, very, very true. All right. So now let's see. Let, let me make sure we get mail all set up and ready to go. It's set up and ready to go. Now let, let's play some songs. Okay, hold on. We got to start this shit over. New album's out. Red. I am somebody that you don't know, but you're asking me things that I know, and I'm like, damn, it's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street, it's all right. Ask me on the lines, out of sight, and I'm like, hey, you're okay. Because I don't want no coffee, I don't want no tea, just give me Dr. Pepper, that's all I need. Uh-oh. And sticks and stones only break them bones and uh-oh. You need to ask Arnie and do it now. Or he just fucked a cow. Oh my God. That's so yuck. just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor Swift in the song represents everything that's wrong with music nowadays. For fuck's sake, people, try out indie bands like that Zen Ogre fella. <laughs> uh, all right, here's another one that's wrong with music today. <clears throat> Let's see if we can do it. I think my voice is good enough. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, I need your help from you today. Well, you're gonna have to help me. Marriage, finance, I know just what to But you just gotta write me And you should do it right now Just ask Arnie before he fucks 
confess I still love cheese Gouda cheese When you don't ride me I fuck a cow So ride me now Or I'll go and fuck that cow Oh, Arnie, Arnie Boom Wow, wow, wow That, I mean, holy crap Holy crap Now, I'll, I'll do one more Gotta find it though. Let's see, where's that? We haven't done it in a while because I've been stuck on my, uh, whatchamacallit. There we go. Now you go to number uh, six here. Let's see, uh, let me make sure I have it still. Mm. I can't believe I don't have it. I don't have it bookmarked. You've got to be kidding me. Now we got it. There we go. No, no, no ads. We'll play here. I got to bookmark this page. Add bookmark. Okay. Thank you very much. Skip that ad. Yes, here we go, band. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready because it is on. Now, what the fuck do you want? This is from our dear friend Christopher, who's dodging bullets down in Fresno, driving kids to school. Says, hey, big guy, today is my first day back at work since the incident last week. 
Last week, what happened was a guy, probably all strung up on drugs, tried to jump on his school bus loaded with school children, and Christopher handled it like a champion. Uh, Yesterday morning, I had a minor panic attack while getting ready and called in. I called to set up a counseling session, but this morning I pushed myself through it, and I'm here on my bus. I can't feel help. I can't help but feel a little ashamed that I couldn't go to work yesterday, but I did manage to take care of some other stuff that I wouldn't have had time to work on otherwise. Now he goes into it, and he's had uh, Christopher's had a, a bumpy year. Remember, a guy cost him on on Halloween. Share somebody tried to break into his house. He's had to do a number of things. I'm not going to get into what he asked, but let me just first of all say no, Christopher, to your question. You shouldn't be feeling that way. This is the way you should be feeling, Christopher. You're a hero. Okay? First and foremost, you're a hero. Last week, what you did by, by not allowing some doped up weirdo on your kid's school bus, that's a hero move right there. A lot of people would have just drove off, but you took care of the situation. Talk about how somebody tried to break into your house. Scared that person so much they had to jump out the window and run away and police caught them. That's a hero move there. You saved your family. So let me just say something to you here. I don't think there's anything wrong with you freaking out a little bit because you've had a tough year. But you did what's right. You took a day to yourself, said, hey, I need to figure this shit out. You figured it out, and you moved on, and you're at work today. You should know that you are a hero. You're a hero in my eyes. I imagine a lot of those, a lot of those kids on the bus, they look at you a lot different now, like, man, this guy's badass. See, this stuff happens to people who you don't want it to happen to. Like, Christopher's one of the nicest guys, one of the nicest souls I've ever met in another human being. I want to know why this stuff can't happen to me. Somebody breaks, tries to break in my house, I'm letting them in, and I'm cutting off their fucking head. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. I, want, I, I, I welcome this shit. People like Christopher don't because Christopher's too nice of a guy. This is fucking why I hate bad people. Because bad people can pick the, the people that really they, they don't think are going to fight them back. And then they find out, oh, fuck, we fucked around. We found out this guy's a badass. Christopher, I'm not going to tell you how to feel about anything. But I'm just going to say this right now. I am very proud to call you my friend, Christopher, for what you did. I think you're the one that needs to stay sexy, my friend. Let's see. Uh, Ogre says, Christopher, ounce of prevention, pound of cure. You take care of business and miss one day of work. It helps your frame of mind and keeps you going for ages. Introspection and therapy and medication give you the tools years to come. Fred says, Christopher, you're doing the right thing and need to be done. I lived in Fresno. I guarantee I'd already be arrested for shooting someone who tried to break into my house and tried to hurt my school children on a bus. Got that right. Christopher, you're the man. And look, you took a day off. You want to set up counseling? You go right ahead. You want to nip this in the bud? You don't want this to become something that that pesters on you and, and your brain for the rest of your life? Good for you. 
That's being proactive. There's nothing pussy about that or anything. You're fucking walking up to your problem, and you're slapping that problem right in the face. I say bravo. And keep what keep doing what you do because you're being true to yourself. You protected a busload of kids. You protected your wife. Your wife, that I know how much you love her because you have me say happy birthday to Rebecca each and every year. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I, I just got to say hats off to you, Christopher. Keep doing the job that you're doing. There are a lot of people that would have would have taken the rest of the school year off driving buses. But where are you right now? You're driving those kids to school because you know what it means to be a man. That right there, what Christopher is doing is what men do. They don't sit around, wait for months to go back. They do their job. Shit, if I drove a bus, there'd be body parts and three dozen CSI flag markers all over the place. Oh, fuck. I would tape, as soon as a kid walked on a bus, I'd tape their damn mouth shut. You're going to sit down and shut up today. I'm not, I'd still be drinking if I was driving a bus. So, Christopher, I hope that helps. And I, I know you didn't ask for my help, but I wanted to read this, and I wanted to give you some praise to the ass family. So there you go. All right. Next one here. Let, let, let's continue with this, uh, the asking thing. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was wondering if you could help me out. And yes, that means I'd like to hear you sing. I already said. I was hoping for the Taylor Swift song and maybe Britney. Well, you got them both. Congratulations. Now, with that out of the way, I really hate my roommates. (laughs) Uh, We have been friends for a long, long time, and I can't just live with them. I I just can't live with them anymore. I know that if I leave, they're going to have to find a new place, and that is going to probably piss them off to the point of ending our friendship. But they never clean up. They're always having people over. Lots of times, people I don't know. Needless to say, I want out. What's the best way of getting out? And if you're wondering, I have a job and can afford to live on my own. It won't be easy, but it'll be worth it. Thanks for your time and the songs. That is from Gary. But I tell you what, with the name Gary, man, problems just follow you all the time. A little inside joke there. Uh... Okay, well, you can afford to live on your own. It won't be easy, but it'll be worth it. I have to agree with that. Living with roommates, not the funnest thing in the world. Now, here's the question. Are you on the lease or are you not on the lease? If you're not on the lease, you can just go. And by the way, if it's going to piss them off to ending your friendship that you want to live alone because you don't want to live in squalor or in a house where you don't know the people coming in and out, I would, I would go to the advice of saying, have you talked to them about it? But th- look, th- this whole thing, th- I think this is what the downfall of our society has been, this old talking through, this, this chin wagon that's going on, the chirping, if you will. Have you talked to your roommates about the, 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 them being dirty and stuff? 
So what that means, I have to have a conversation, which means I have to stay longer in this fucking pigsty, and I might get raped by somebody I don't know who's coming in and out of my house just so I can have that conversation. Here's the conversation you have. Hey, guys, uh, check it out. Uh, I'm moving to a new apartment. That's the conversation you have. Give them enough time. Give them, no, give them their 30-day notice or whatever. If you're not on the lease, adios, amigo. My advice, Gary, is to get out of Indiana. It's a terrible state to have a city. <laughs> terrible. Uh Other than that, I don't know what to tell you, Gary. I mean, fuck these guys. They, I don't know if they're guys, they're gals. I don't know if Gary's a guy or gal. Everybody's name is now so fucking ambisextrous. Ooh, ambisextrous. That could be a new word. Trademarked it here. Ambisextrous. Uh, I mean, you don't want to, look, don't shit on your friends. Hopefully, if this if this somehow injured friendship, it wasn't that great of a friendship to begin with, I got to say. B. Coop says, I hate having to tell adults how to be an adult. Amen to that. This is just one of them things where, look, Gary, Gary, you know who you could get advice from? You get advice from Christopher how to fucking man up. Put your big boy britches on. March in there, talk to your roommates. Whenever they're all there, say, hey, uh, I'm going to be moving into my own apartment here. They're going to ask you the whys and why, what made it happen. You can choose to either tell them, you can choose to, to be brutally honest with them, or you can just say, hey, I, I just want to live on my own. I just want to live on my own. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not a lie. That's not you calling them, you know, sketchy for letting sketchy people in your house that you don't know. And you're not calling them a pig for not picking anything up. You can say, I just want to live on my own. And if they have a hard time with that, Gary, then fuck them. That's all I got to say. Fuck them. So uh, good luck to you. And yes, let me let me let me let me second something for you. If you had a bad experience living with roommates, then the best thing in the world is living alone. And it will be worth it. I promise you it'll be worth it. It will be worth giving up a few dinners out every month. Cause you can clean your house when you want, you can do the laundry whenever you want, you can do everything whenever you want to. Why? Because there's nobody else there. Gary, being passive-aggressive is something we learn to grow out of in our teens or 20s. Tell them up front, don't be a dick, but be firm and be your own man. There you go. Ogre said it. Cowboys Girl says, I had a real creepy roommate at times in my life. Some people really suck to live with. Go live on your own. It's freaking awesome. Well, I got to agree. I got to agree with that uh, as we keep peddling on through. And, and by the way, I got chicken for chicken salad. Fucking gay. Uh, if you didn't hear my daily observation, go to arnieradio.com. 
download the show and fucking listen to the first part because it was so good today. I mean, it was fun. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Hey, Arnie. I just wanted to write and tell you how awesome your show is. Thank you. And how great it was to hear Tommy on there. Yeah, I, I, look, man, nothing makes me happier than when Tommy's on. Um, he is as funny as you've said in the past, and the last part of the show when you guys were going after it about Arby's and food was one of the funniest things I've heard in a long, long time. He is crazy to say that Long John Silver is any good at all. That place is hot garbage. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Oh, man. Yeah, yesterday, Tommy, look, look, I finally got to call Tommy out on his bullshit. Tommy told me to try this new rib sandwich at Arby's, and it is is dog shit. I mean, I think they scoop up dog shit and put it on a bun. It's nowhere near as good as McRib. Nowhere near it. The only thing that I liked on it were the, the fried onion strips on there. That was it. The sauce, not enough, and whatever that white shit was on there, I don't know. I don't know if that was a special batch of Arby's, you know, secret sauce that's only made by the employees. The great fast food debate will probably end up as a YouTube clip. Yes, please go to my new YouTube channel. Check out all the awesome clips that VCoop puts up there for me. I appreciate it, VCoop. <laughs> and then he talked about... We talked about the deep fryer, the air fryer that I got, and he likes to make fucking fried okra. Now, if, you, if you're from the South, you know what okra is. Okra is gross. Okra is nasty. I would rather eat pumpkin pie, or not pumpkin pie, pecan pie. And if you know my hatred for pecans, you'd be like, oh, shit. Tommy talking about getting Brussels sprouts and fucking broccoli at steakhouses. I almost started crying. Poor guy. Poor guy thinks he's all eating healthy. He's just eating nasty. That's why a motherfucker farts like there's no tomorrow. But he still eats at Long John Silver's. Alicia says, there's a reason I don't grow okra. It's fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather eat raw pumpkin than okra. I like how Tommy blamed you for going to the wrong town for Arby's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. That 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 was it. You went to the fucking Terrell Arby's. Terrell is a, a dumb shit town, but uh, Brad says I love okra. It's good fried. Oh no, it's not. It's bad. It's bad in every way. If you grill or smoke okra, it gets the goo factor out. Good. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Ain't willing to do it. Have we done a, a Mount Rushmore of worst foods? Oh, my God. We have not. Hold on. Let me write that down. The worst foods. Y'all are going to hate me for this. Okay, so we got arcade video games tomorrow. For Friday, we will do the worst foods. Please, please email me some ideas of what you want on there as worst foods. Because if you let me do it, you know broccoli's going on there, cauliflower's on there, okra. Mm-hmm. Anybody tries to fucking say brown swagger, you're going to get banned from the show. I'll just tell you that right now because that shit is good. 
I like that. Worst foods. Okay, I like it. I like it a lot. Okra on there. And we aren't talking about worst for your health foods because everybody, oh, hot dogs. You put hot dogs on there, you got a lifetime ban from the show. Oh, by the way, by the way, hear me, hear this out. Okay, so we have the air fryer, but now I've learned how to safely fry with oil because that was a, that was a big scare. I, I, I used to have a, a, a phobia of trying to fry stuff in a pan, but now I know how to do it. Are you ready for this? You ready? You ready? You ready? I'm going to try something this weekend. Ready? <clears throat> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make deep-fried pimento cheese balls. Holy shit. I said it. I said it out loud. Oh, my God. I said it out loud. Deep-fried pimento cheese balls. I figured out how I have to do it. On the worst foods, can we put the 1972 Andes plane crash survivals? <laughs> no, I don't think that's a little bit too in, in, inside football. Anyone who puts hot dogs on Mount Rushmore worst foods is getting reported to both INS and Homeland Security. Turkey bacon, okay. These are all wonderful ideas. So, what you do is this. So, I'm going to get like an ice cream scooper and I'm going to scoop out balls of the pimento cheese. And then I'm going to freeze them. Maybe not freeze them, let them sit and get hard overnight. Next day, I will coat them in flour, egg wash, and then breadcrumbs or whatever. Ooh, I might use frosted flakes. Ooh, little little salty sweet thing there. Roll those up and fry them. I'm excited about this. I'm very, very, I, I mean, I'm very excited about this. Deep fried pimento cheese balls. And, and when it's a big hit and state fairs all over the country take it next year, remember you heard it here first. When all these people steal my idea for deep fried pimento cheese balls, know that I had the idea first. This is, this is going to be a game changer. I, I could reach Elon Musk status with the deep-fried pimento cheese balls. PCBs. The DFPCBs. Brussels sprouts, placenta, Rocky Mountain oysters, cream corn, potato salad. Now, I'm not a big fan of potato salad. Cream corn, what's wrong with it? Cream corn's good. Any African foods? <laughs> Golly! Oh, my lucky stars! No, I'm not going to do that. That would be wrong. Uh, all right, so, uh, yes. Worst Foods Friday. Video games, classic video games tomorrow. Worst Foods Friday. I like it. I like how this week is wrapping itself up. Lovely. Uh, next mail here. Let's get to it, shall we? Wait, wait. I want to find... Where, where's the Rodney King thing? I thought I had that in here. Oh. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. 
Deep-fried pimento cheese balls. You successfully merged the Daytona 500 and the Masters right there. You're damn right I did. Maybe I'll video it. Maybe. Maybe I'll video it and put it all up. Mm-hmm. Bite into that fucking bite of having happiness. That will be pure happiness right there. Pure. Now, look, look. Honest question here to all the fryers out there. Should I freeze it overnight, or should I just cover it and put it in the refrigerator overnight? Here you go. I'll, I'll give you time to answer. No, no, nobody has any um, any words of wisdom if I should freeze it overnight or just refrigerate and let sit. I say cover and refrigerate. Not to get off the subject, is anyone anxious about the jury deliberating on the Rittenhouse trial? Uh, look, I have an email about the Rittenhouse trial and I have a story about it because yesterday I watched the closing arguments on ma- mainly his side. Somebody, this is the this is the email right here. Uh, Arnie, I want to know how people can actually sit and watch all this Kyle Rittenhouse trial. I may be just too late, but I tried watching it and I was asleep in minutes. I guess it's when his lawyers were making their statements. But kudos to anyone out there that was able to power through sleep and watch the entire thing. Keep up the great show. That's from Danny. I gotta say, man, I was I was out. I tried to watch his side, and like the reason why I guess I was out is because. His side is one. Am I anxious about it? Is anybody anxious about it? This is the way I look at it. In my humble opinion, once again, this is my opinion. I think this was a 17-year-old kid And if you want to buy the fact that he was out there trying to help people, okay. Maybe I'll say he was maybe there. He was there to help people who were getting their ass whooped to whoop somebody else's ass. That's what I think he was there. I think he went out to this to to try. You, you know what? Honestly, the best way I can put it is he went out there to combat the idiots. And when you combat idiots, bad things happen. And bad things happened here. A friend gave him a gun. I don't know why they thought the gun was too long for him, but hey, he took it. And he handled his business. He was attacked, hit with a skateboard, had a gun pointed to him by an ex-felon who shouldn't even have that fucking gun in his hands. Uh, Fred says, yes, I'm hoping today they acquit him on all charges. Otherwise, I'll firmly believe we no longer have a free country. Acquit Kyle Rittenhouse. Well, 
this is the sad part. Is that these things tend to maybe maybe we're back on the side of airing it out because they got Derek Chauvin, the cop who killed George Floyd, or was responsible for the death of George Floyd, we'll say, quote unquote. Kyle Rittenhouse protected himself. If they would have charged him with like a, a lower car charge or something, then I could see some real worry. I, I don't think he's going to get convicted. I don't know what how many charges they have against him because a lot of times they'll put so many charges against you. You get most of them acquitted, but you get found guilty on a couple. And that could be what happens here. I will say, I, I will say this, that when he is acquitted, and it is rightful that he's acquitted, there will be panic in the streets. There, there, there will be bad things that happen in Kenosha, Wisconsin. There will be bad things that happen in major cities all over this country. And by the way, uh, I think, uh, didn't he kill nothing but white guys? So... Why the Black Lives? I, I I don't understand why Corey Bush is coming out and, and making things statements up. I don't get any of this. Corey Bush didn't go out hunting black folks, not like George Zimmerman did, and I truly believe that George Zimmerman was hunting black folks. I think George Zimmerman is a racist. He was acquitted though on the stand your ground law, and you look at it and you go, okay, you, by the letter of the law. You can acquit him. But we all know better. I mean, we, we all look at, 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 at that fucking idiot in Florida is like the, the white OJ. We, we know what he did. Kyle Rittenhouse is nothing like that guy. Nothing at all like him. Did he go out maybe looking for some trouble? Probably. But he's a dumb 17-year-old kid. Now, they charge him as an adult, obviously, and in the state of Texas, 17 is the adult age to get charged. Believe me, I know. They've dropped all the other charges. He's either guilty of murder or he isn't. And he's free, if I'm understanding correctly, that the judge has stated there are no lesser charges that can be considered because if he's guilty, then he's guilty. If he's not guilty of murder, then nothing else sticks. Yeah, well, I, like, like I said, I haven't followed this trial, so, and this is the thing I don't understand. George Zimmerman, too, with this. George Zimmerman could have been charged with manslaughter. Kind of like Derek Chauvin was. And if that would have stuck, that one would have stuck. He would be in jail, but they didn't charge him with that. They went after him because the prosecutors and the state want to get a fucking nice, big fucking murder conviction under their belt. And I think Kyle Rittenhouse was the perfect kid to use as a scapegoat for these Kenosha, these Wisconsin uh, prosecutors. Try to convict a white kid of doing something wrong with a gun. I'm just telling you right now, there's not going to be... Uh, the bad part is is that the streets are not going to be safe when this decision comes out. 
Facts are Kyle's dad lives in Kenosha, works in Kenosha. He was photographed cleaning up graffiti at the local high school in Kenosha. Was asked by the car source owners uh, to protect the property because it was burned. He came out there to bring medical aid to those that needed it and put out fires were started. The gun was an insurance policy because he knew it was a hostile situation. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, George Zimmerman was looking for trouble. Kyle was trying to be a good citizen. And having the gun was for protection. Okay. Hey, like I said, I, I didn't watch a lot of the trial. I just took it as a 17-year-old kid that showed up there, and I didn't realize that he was asked to watch the car source. Look, I don't think that Kyle, I don't think Kyle should go to jail. Not at all. Yeah, hit in the back of the head with a fucking skateboard. That doesn't feel good. Kyle Rittenhouse should be acquitted. Now, once again, when, now look, you guys that are watching it, right? Am I correct in saying that he killed all white people? So fucking stupid left is going to be uncivilized if they don't get what they want in this trial. I like, like, I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, I don't know. I, I know that he shot the white guy who had the gun that shouldn't have had a gun because he was a convicted felon. The prosecutor is trying to claim that the gun was a straw purchase. But it isn't when he was supposed to be received the gun was legally, and he is legally allowed to own it. Well, he didn't own the gun, right? It was a friend's gun. A friend gave him the gun. AGB says yes. So they're all white guys? Then I don't understand what the problem is. Oh, it's another, this is another case of a white guy getting off. No, it's not. It's a kid that well, it's not guilty. So why, why, why is there going to be civil unrest? Because what? I, once again, I don't understand why there's going to be civil unrest. What if they identified as black? Well, we're never going to know now. As he killed a registered pedophile and wounded a felon who pointed a gun at him. Okay, then, then why is there unrest? That sounds like the ultimate crime that we all want to talk about, that white-on-white crime. Kyle Rittenhouse is not going to prison. And as much as that pisses people off, oh, I have to bring up something the prosecutors did yesterday. They knew they were losing, and how dare they? How dare they do this? They tried to show a picture and suggested this is the kind of fight that that was going on. And the picture was from Roadhouse. That's right. It was the scene where Dalton is fighting that dude he rips his throat out from. The prosecutors tried to say this is a bar fight. This is a fist fight. What you don't do is you don't bring a gun to a fist fight. That wasn't a fist fight he was in. He was in a fucking full-scale riot. And do not besmirch Roadhouse at all. You can't show a picture of Dalton and the guy he rips the damn throat out of and try to compare it to a fucking melee that's going on in the downtown streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Roadhouse. Happened right outside of Kansas City, Missouri, after the double deuce was reopened. And this guy that 
Patrick Swayze ripped his throat out from had just started a giant barn fire at Emmett's barn. They had to rescue Emmett from his house that was set on fire after they had already destroyed a Ford dealership and burned down an auto parts place. And it was the same guys. All those guys that worked for that rich fella, including his number one lap dog, the guy who got his throat ripped out in the movie Roadhouse. So uh, let me just say to Kyle Rittenhouse, you have been given the ultimate compliment by the prosecutors by calling you Dalton from Roadhouse. Because if you remember, <laughs> you remember, in that scene where Dalton rips the dude's throat out, he didn't rip the dude's throat out until the guy pulled a gun on him. Did Kyle Rittenhouse rip anybody's throats out? No, he just shot some people. And do not compare it to the movie Roadhouse. Ever! Oh, I was pissed at that. When I saw that story yesterday, I was like, how dare you? How dare you try to besmirch the good name of Roadhouse? You know, with them using that, and fucking people are going to talk about it all over the country today, this Jake Gyllenhaal remake might happen now, and I am not pleased about that. If this happens, I am looking for those prosecutors. We're going to have some words, and those words aren't going to be friendly. Is the referee from Game 6 Kings Lakers in charge of the legal system in Kenosha? (laughs) I hope so. It's either that or it's Samaki Walker that's in charge of it. Oh, yeah, that three didn't count at halftime, by the way. Just letting you know. Just just to let you know. That prosecutor probably just sits in his office and says, One time I put a firefly in my butthole to make my farts glow. And these are the people that are reporting it. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. I mean, seriously. Oh, man. But, yes, Danny, in the letter writing, there have been people who have watched. Look, the trial itself was, was fascinating to watch. I understand that the closing arguments are not going to be that great. And, by the way, the prosecutor who picked up the fucking AR-15, aimed it at the jury with his finger on the trigger. Do you not know anything about gun safety? You never aim a gun at anybody, ever. Call up Alec Baldwin and see how that went for him. What an asshole that guy was. Jesus Christ. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, I was just wondering, since you don't do one on Monday, will you still be doing your daily, or since you didn't do one on Monday, will you still be doing your daily observation? I did mine today. I found that a cool way for you to slip into all these real stories that are going on, I have to say, are really frightening Uh, To anyone who wants to keep their freedoms, please do more of these observations. That's from Tammy. Yesterday's observation, if you didn't hear it. 
I was eating breakfast the other morning at a local uh, breakfast eatery. And the lady sitting next to me was bragging to her waitress how she was having people over, and they were going to make some of that that odd you sauce because they were having roast beef sandwiches. It's also known as a French dip, stupid. But that's a whole different code story. So I'm, we're going to make roast beef sandwiches, and we got the au jus. Now, if somebody comes over and they don't eat meat, well, I made chicken salad. Okay, chicken salad. Good God. Ogre, I would say Rosenbaum, the, uh, the chomo, would probably identify as black since he used the N-word on several occasions. One of those times, they got it on camera. Yeah. The child molester used the N-word that they caught on camera. Kyle Rittenhouse shot a guy who used the N-word. You would think people like Corey Bush are fucking holding Kyle Rittenhouse up on their shoulders today. Good God. Uh, but yes, I, I will continue to do my daily observations whenever, whenever I have things to observe. And I'm sure I will see plenty of shit out and about today. Has anybody else noticed that since COVID, the world is a lot harder place to live in? Like, see, here in Texas, we really don't have mask mandates. I mean, certain counties will still have their little mask mandates in place, which are stupid. Even though the governor's come out and said mask mandates, no, and the mandates for shots, no, all that kind of stuff. But but look, look I'm not going to be assaulting any airline at stewardesses or stewards or waiters or waitresses in the sky when they tell you to put the mask on. If, if, if there's a place I go into and it says you have to wear a mask, but this is what I'm talking about. Remember when you could leave your house with just your keys, your wallet, maybe a cell phone? Now you got to make sure you got some people are so fucking over the top they got to have their fucking hand sanitizer. You got to carry a mask or at least two in case you forget one or lose one. The world, I mean, and, and yes, that does make the world a harder place to live in because now it's just more stuff you got to take with you. It's more rules you got to follow. I'm not opposed to following the rules. I'm, I'm all in favor of them unless it's shoplifting, then I enjoy that. The world is such a harder place to live in now. You have to walk on eggshells. And, and this is the thing I hate about the cancel culture is because they've made it even harder. You gotta walk on eggshells around people. You gotta know the exact right thing to say. Well, I busted that door down. I don't care anymore. Y'all wanna cancel me? Come on and cancel me. I'll get canceled just like Dave Chappelle. I could only be as lucky as to be as canceled as Dave Chappelle. Back to the mixer board, but since he's a cis white male, he doesn't get to be transsexual or transracial. So he's just a pedo racist. They can claim uh, was discharged from a mental health facility. Look, this guy, look, the pedo who's running around yelling the N-word out, got gunned down. I, I have no problem with that. I What I do have a problem with, maybe anybody that's watched this, can you tell me? The, the idiot who testified against Kyle Rittenhouse who said, yeah, he didn't point his gun at me until I pointed my gun at him. Has anybody heard if there are charges against this guy, this former felon who broke a federal law? Because 
people that have been to the big house or have been, been sentenced of a felony, you can no longer be around guns. I think some places will say you can't even go to a store that sells guns. Has anybody brought up charges against him yet? It's amazing to me. Truly amazing. The mom of the bathroom rapist started to say Kyle should have defended himself and then quickly shut her mouth. That white devil. Oh, we got. We, I have stories about Loudoun County School District again today. Fred says, I don't believe he has any charges on him. How can he not have charges against him? How? How are we missing this as a, a, as a people? As a society, you have a guy who is a convicted felon, and he is pointing a gun at a young man. And he got shot for pointing a gun that he is not supposed to have. Why didn't they arrest him right there at court? He admitted to pointing a gun. He admitted to having a gun in his hand, something that is not legal. Because he's a victim. No, he's not a victim here. He pointed his gun first. I know that you're being facetious here, uh, Fred. I, I know that you're just doing the narrative. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at the people that would call this fucking asshole a victim. You hear the woke media is all pissed off at the judge because before they went out to lunch break, the judge says, we have Asian food coming unless it's sitting on one of those ships in the bay or something to that effect. They're saying he's feeding into microaggression towards Asians and they're going to blame him for the transport issues. Man's just trying to make a joke. He don't know what kind of food they, he, they have Asian food coming in. He don't want to call it Korean food because it might not be Korean food because then people get pissed off. Doesn't want to call it Japanese food. Doesn't want to call it Chinese food. He calls it Asian food, so they get upset at that. Then there's a little joke there. I, I liked it. Unless it's sitting on one of them boats out there. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Good for that judge. I like that judge. That judge is all right to me. Uh, all right, next mail here. Hit, hit. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I wanted to get some clarification on your next Mount Rushmore. And if you had said it, I am sorry. But I'm wondering if you are doing all video games, like home games and arcade games, or is it one or the other? Either way, I'm jacked about it because I grew up playing games at home, and now I like finding arcades in cities that I travel to and play the older stand-up games. That's from Brent. Uh, tomorrow's Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore of arcade video games. Simple. These are games that you would have to insert at least a quarter into. That's it. And they're video games. There's no whack-a-mole on there. This, this isn't best things to do with Chuck E. Cheese or the fair. This isn't uh, the, the ball crawler. This is video games. Video games. I have the list of games. I have not put the bracket together yet. And remember, Friday, we're doing the worst foods of all time. But tomorrow's will be just old-school stand-up video games. 
And there's a game that uh, I – there's two games I don't want to put on there because I hated them. But I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what they are tomorrow. Just lame as shit games, but they are quote-unquote classics. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, possibly. Possibly on that. Ooh, I could I could take one of those shit games off for Mortal Kombat. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, I'm tired of living in California. Don't blame you. I am sick of all the politics and the price of living in this state. Did I just see right that California broke their own state record? The median price of gasoline in California now is $4.64 a gallon. Hoochie mama. Uh, these are the games you played before and after hearing your pizza's ready. The dinging of the 7-Eleven doors, yes. Uh, cacophony of sounds of a zillion games and journey playing over the PA. I also think Double Dragon or Akari Warrior should be on there somewhere. Okay. Joust, another great game. Uh, let's see. Uh, where am I in this letter? Oh, I'm tired of living in this state. But it's the only place, and he puts only in all caps, I have ever lived. I am willing to pretty much go anywhere, but what should I do about the family members that I leave behind? I've been told by one person in the family, uh, or I've told one person in the family I'm planning on leaving, don't know where yet, and they said that certain people in my family will never forgive me for leaving. What is the best way about going about doing something like this? Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait. Hold on. What's the best way of going about this? What do you need to know to go to U-Haul? Jesus, 525. Folsom the other day. Jesus. Picture of Joe Biden next to it. Those are funny. Um... First of all, you got to do what makes you happy. Remember, guys, we agreed on 80s era arcade only, so no Street Fighter 2 or Mortal Kombat. Sorry, ass family. Look, the law has been set. Um, if you're tired of all that stuff, then do something about it. Move. Now, when, when you're, there are certain people in your family that won't forgive you for leaving... Do you want those people in your life? or do you, Because they want you to stay in a place where you're not happy. You're not happy in your current environment. Uh, Elise says, um, sounds like if you have family, it's going to pull that shit with you. They're toxic, and you need to get away from them anyways. Amen. How could they not? Uh, look, look. Somebody wants to move away because they're not happy where they are. Let them go. Wow, that's pretty shitty and selfish of your family members. How dare they? Christopher says, also, thank you for encouraging words. I love you all. Thank you. Oh, fucking A. Christopher, thank you. 
Uh, Braddy Kid says, what kind of family member wouldn't want you to be happy? I say, give them a middle finger. If you have, quote, family members saying they're rejecting the very notion of family, caring about the welfare of your loved ones, ultimatums like that mean they're self-centered ass pumpkins who can fuck themselves. You can still visit them. You can still text or call or FaceTime. Yes, those are all great points. Chris, this is something, if you want to leave, you find a place that makes you happy and you go. Your family won't forgive you for leaving. Well, let me just say it real quick. Fuck your family then. Let me, let I didn't arrive at that point for a long time in my own personal life. It took the help of a, a lot of people. But one of my last trips to see my family, my extended family, because I only had one family member left, and that was my dad. Now, my nephews, Tony and Jay, they're good guys. I, I, I like them. My niece is Angela. I don't really know her that well. And, and Gina or Gina or Quina, whichever name she wants to go by, don't know her that well. Tried to get to know her, but not, didn't get to know her that well. I remember Dad and I, one year, it was after my mom died. Because my mom never was made to feel welcome. They would send us Christmas presents that were addressed to Jerry and Arnie States and leave my stepmom off there. My dad would send the package back to her, which I was kind of bummed at because they gave good gifts, but I didn't get their gifts that year. Uh but when my mom did die, my stepmom, not their mom, not our shared birth mother, uh, dad and I were welcome to go to the family reunion, this family reunion. Now, I was working in radio at the time, and I was working in, you know, it was the beginning part of my career, but we were taking off. And when you're in ratings every month, of the year in Sacramento, it's easier to take time off. When you're only in ratings twice a year, during those two times you're in ratings, you can't get time off because you need to bring your best to the plate each and every day. And this this uh, this family reunion that was going to be happening was happening in the summertime, and we weren't in ratings. So Dad and I, we I saved my money up so I could buy airline tickets, bought my airline tickets, stay with my sisters. My dad was so happy that he could be with all three of his kids. About a week before our trip, we were told that someone couldn't make it to the family reunion. And this somebody was somebody who was married to one of my cousins, my cousin who had passed away about seven years before, and now, and they had two kids, and they couldn't make it because their new husband had to work. Now, once again, this person is not necessarily a blood relative. She gave birth to two daughters who are related, and they couldn't make it. Lo and behold, the family reunion was canceled. 
Dad and I still had non-refundable tickets, though, so we had to go. So we went, and there was a barbecue, you know, welcoming Dad and I there. And this is when I overheard my Aunt Dottie. And my Aunt Dottie used to really like me. My Aunt Dottie was talking to one of my sisters and said, well, I don't know why he just doesn't come to the reunion in insert month here. and Because they had moved the reunion to a time I couldn't go because we were in ratings. And she said something. She goes, I don't know why he can't make it. It's not like he has a real job. Now, I'm very, very proud of my radio career. And I have been very proud of my entire broadcasting career. But when she said, it's not like he has a real job, and my sister agreeingly laughed, I knew. I knew right then and there that something had to change. And, and that change did happen on that trip. The closest I've ever come to breaking my sobriety was on that trip. Because the barbecue was like the second night we were there. And we were there for a week. And one of those nights, and look, there's not much to do in St. Louis in the summertime because it's hot as fucking balls. And the people are all St. Louis and people. So uh, if you don't drink, there ain't many things to do there. Well, there's one big thing that I wanted to do, and that was go to a Cardinals game. It's baseball season. I love going to baseball games. We had tickets to see the Cardinals versus the Pirates. Never forget who it was against. It's a Wednesday night game. And it was very, very hot that day. This was, and, and I'll tell you why I became so close to drinking. Um, Dad comes up to me about two hours before we were supposed to go, and he goes, hey, hey, uh, we're not going to go to the ball game tonight. Uh, everybody says it's just too hot. And I said, well, Dad, I, I, I don't get to go to another game. Well, it's okay. We can come back. Because he wanted to make everybody happy except me. And I was like, you know what? All right, fine. That's when I started to see the writing on the wall that Arnie's feelings don't matter. And then Arnie's feelings really never mattered again was the Saturday that I was leaving. My dad was going to stay for another week. The Saturday I was leaving, my other sister had amazing tickets to the Cardinals-Braves game. And the game started at about 1. My plane left at 4.45. Now, mind you, this is a day game they're going to, which is twice as hot as a night game, which they were all ready to go to this day game. And by everybody, I mean everybody was going. My dad looks at me and goes, hey, do you mind if we dropped you off at the airport early? I said, how early? About 11.30. So they could make the ball game, obviously. 
and I'm not going to be a a total dick here. I'm I just yeah, it's fine. By the way, my flight was delayed also. So I got to sit in the ho- the the airport bar watching this game, crying at an airport. Because even my dad sold me out. Now, the saving grace was is that my dad called me that night and apologized because he realized what he'd done. But he was the only one. So, Chris, back to your letter. Family that tries to use this whole idea of we're family against you on things like that, stop it. Just stop. And it, it's a lot harder than it sounds. I've had some shit go on to me with, with my family that I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried with them. Trying's over. I'm done. I, 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 I don't have it in my heart to get hurt anymore by my family. My family is now people I choose to have in my life. I know that I'm probably a lot, lot older than you are, Chris. And it took me a long time to get here. But I'm here now, and I've never been happier. Don't let your family do this kind of shit to you. These people are supposed to be on your side. Ogre says, that floors me. Shit like not addressing your mom. Maybe since I had a good family who loved each other, didn't argue or fight or put each other down. I never got the ha-ha stories about bad Thanksgiving. Arnie, your family treated you like shit, and you never feel bad about kicking them to the ground. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't feel bad. And I remember I, I used to talk about them on the air when I was on another show. Ass family is, though. Yeah, you're goddamn right, and that's why I love the ass family. But when I was on another show, I remember I brought up my family one time, and I guess they were listening. They were listening online. Boy, they and, – and you know – do you know what my family did? This is what my family did. And they heard me motherfucking them off in the air. You know what they did? They called my dad. I'm a grown-ass man. Why don't you call me? You got my phone number. You got a problem with something I said? Address me. And that's the thing about these people, Chris, and your letter writer here. When you find these people that say they won't forgive you for leaving to find happiness, do you know what that is? That's those people who have never found happiness themselves and are pissed off that you have the fucking balls to go out and find it. Chris, I would say leave and go as far away from your family as you possibly can. Can't come to Texas because Texas is closed. We're not accepting anybody else now for a while. Oklahoma's wide open. Louisiana, good food in Louisiana. Can't say really anything good about being in Oklahoma, but it's not California. That's the best thing I can say about Oklahoma. It's not California. Arkansas, you're going to see a lot of incest going on there, but, hey, they've got plenty of fucking properties for sale. Mississippi and Alabama, have at it. Enjoy. Florida, you're going to have to get addicted to bath salts, but I, I, I would recommend bath salts over California right now. 
I'd say New Mexico, but there are a bunch of crazy liberals there, so uh, no. Arizona, you're not old enough to move to Arizona yet. I think that the the median age household in in Arizona is 72. They've taken over the retirees of Florida due to basalts. Straight Fires has just bought 65 acres in Kentucky. It's nice there, too. Damn right it is. Good for you. Good for you, Straight Fire. That's awesome. 65 acres? Man, you can do whatever the fuck you want there. Shit, I might have to come visit you because I need to go to Louisville Slugger Bat Company and get a fucking personalized bat made. Anybody thinking about, you know, Christmas presents for Arnie, a personalized bat would be awesome. Um, if I used to live in Texas, can I come back? Nevada sucks now and it's California. Uh, yeah, you know, in front, I'll, I'll, I'll let you come back. You got to live in like the panhandle or somewhere there. Or you got to find where the liberal places are and move there and infiltrate them. Take them back. I won't say you have to move to Austin. San Antonio's fine. Is Nevada now East California? Oh, God, yeah. It has been for a while. I feel bad. I I feel awful for the people that have grown up in Nevada and have watched their state just be taken away from them. Year after year, it's taken away. I mean, I remember when I I first moved, I, I told you guys this. I told you guys this recently. Uh, the people in Nevada are the closest I've ever seen to the people of Texas about being proud of where they're from. And I, I love that. Good morning, Timmy and Nicole. They love Nevada. Nevada is, it, look, Nevada's a wonderful state, but the, the way they've been voting lately, it, it's turning. By the way, if Steve Sisolak somehow, or Sackadix, the governor fella, if he gets reelected, you, you're going to see a state tax. I'm just telling you. And I know it's not in their constitution to have a state tax, but they can change the constitution. They get enough fucking hippie liberals in there. They will change the state constitution, and you will have state taxes there. And when that happens, I will hate to do it. I, I truly will hate to do it, but... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yep. That's what's going to happen. Check it out. I, I promise you. But back to this letter writer, Chris, I'm sorry to go on and on and on and on on that. But that, that's one that, that, that sticks in my craw when the family tries to guilt you and do that kind of shit. No, I, I ain't got no room for that. I ain't got no room for that, Chris. And by the way, if you decide to stay because they've guilted you so much, you are still a member of the ass family. Because we know how hard that is, especially with people that are supposed to love you unconditionally because they're related to you. I don't even like the members of my family anymore. I think there are two members of the family that I like. And that's it. Maybe three. You can twist my arm to maybe say three. That's it. I don't even like them let alone want to spend time with them or, or be in debt to them for letting them letting me stay at their house or something. Mm-mm. All right, enough about families. Let's move on, shall we? Um, Welcome to mail call. Suck, suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I have to disagree with you on something that you are really knowledgeable about. 
I, too, watched AEW pay-per-view last weekend and have to say that it was pretty terrible. I remember telling Tommy yesterday I watched it, and I said it was pretty good. Pretty good. Could they possibly miss more moves? There's a match between Cody Rhodes and some Mexican guy where the Mexican guy missed flying over the top rope, got stuck, and then just stood there and looked at each other. Yes, I know the matches are staged and the winner is predetermined, but every time I've watched them, they seem to fuck up moves. Do you really think that they have a chance? That's from Lance. Uh, I, I, I remember seeing that movie that you're talking about, and yes, they botch moves. That's the word you're looking for there. They botch. They botch matches all the time in AEW, and it drives me fucking insane. But they're selling out arenas all over the country. People are lapping it up. Why? Because people like wrestling. Might not be the the number one sport, but there's enough people out there that like wrestling. And they're tired of Vince McMahon, and they're tired of the bullshit that Vince McMahon is producing, the sports entertainment, and now they have this. And this is their big thing as they try to say, well, WWE sports entertainment, we're wrestling. I think it will when they get better performers, when they allow better performers there. The guys they have now, some of them are great, and some of them are dog shit. Big Coop says, no, EW was pretty damn good. Look, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was a decent pay-per-view. But they do miss a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of, they botch a lot of matches. But I'm seeing that a lot now on the WWE as well. Because all the WWE shows are chick matches. And they ain't even hot chicks. Tommy texted me last night. He was watching. And he goes, who in the fuck is this fat broad in pink? There's some fat broad named Dewdrop, who's a pig. She weighs at least three. I thought it was Bray Wyatt for a while. She's huge. Nobody wants to see that. When she gets into a pinning predicament and they pull up her leg and you got to look at that crotch area. Nobody wants to see that. Botchmania, clap, clap, clap. I love that you can drive your uh, SXS on the road in Nevada. WD, uh, WWE botches all the time, too. Their shows aren't always live. And WWE was a better product show that knows how to cut away when botches happen. That is true. Did you say her name is Sausage? No, it, it's Dewdrop, but it should be Sausage. WWE is relying way too much. Look, and I know I'm going to sound like a sexist. I'm sorry I'm talking about wrestling, but it was written to me, so i got to answer this. I hope at WrestleMania there aren't many chick matches. I know, I, I, I know I'm pissing in the wind there. I know. I, I, look, look, uh, I'm just telling you right now. Ain't for me. I, I don't like the chicks. I uh, the, the chicks that are wrestling in WWE. Uh, Becky Lynch is a moron. Charlotte Flair wants to be in the AEW. Let her go. You want to bring back hot chicks? Bring back fucking Trish Stratus. I want. I don't want you to bring back Sable because Brock Brock Lesnar has fucking ruined her. Uh, uh, Stacy, whatever her name was, the gal with the long legs and the ass, bring her back. I mean, WWE is hurting now with chicks. 
Ah, buenos dias, Adam J., my friend. But yes, Lance, I think AEW has a chance. I think they put on a good show sometimes without the... Eh. I, like I said, they got to get some better trained people, especially on the cameras, where they don't get the botches. I mean, I watched the guy cut his own head the other night. They had the camera right on him, and you could see him doing the, doing the slice. It sucked. But I enjoy seeing blood and wrestling matches again, something the WWE hasn't done in quite a long time. Jamie Hayter in AEW. I want to use her butt as a face mask. I, I got to look her up then. They need to get rid of Roman Reigns, number one priority. Get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. He's running the Us- ruining the Usos. Roman Reigns has always sucked. I've never been a fan of the Shield. I never liked John Moxley. This new Seth Rollins character is kind of stupid. They're going to lose Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is going to AEW in next year. I mean, AEW's entire roster is going to be WWE superstars, and I just want to see where Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman end up. If all the women looked like Alexa Bliss, I'd be okay with that. I'd be all right with that. Her and Liv Morgan, now that's a good start. WWE is about to release more people. I know they released people last week. There's a rumor they're going to, they're going to release Otis. Big old fat white dude who used to have a big old beard. He did the Caterpillar all the time. That guy was an entertainer. That guy could tell a story in a ring. Don't get rid of him. That guy's gold. You need to find a better angle for him. Have him go total heel. He and R-Truth should be a tag team that go total heel. Yeah, I know uh, Bray Wyatt's making a horror movie right now, but they, they can still sign him. I tell you, the, the, the guy I want at WrestleMania, if Braun Breaker is not at WrestleMania and that's, that's Rick Steiner's son, I'm going to be pissed because Braun Breaker is the truth. Been wrestling for like six months, and he looks like a seasoned vet already. He looks badass. Liv Morgan is a goddess. She makes wet dreams possible. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, next email here. Let's see it. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Hey, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I'm a huge football fan, and I'm a woman. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I heard the way you broke down the NFL when Tommy was on and why it's geared towards women, and it made me mad. Not at you or Tommy, but at what they possibly think what women want, would want in football. If what you said is true, that makes me so mad that women can't like violent sports because they're too dainty. I guess I'll still be choose to be a tomboy at heart because I actually do like action movies and even beer. And before you say it, I enjoy dick, meaning I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> before you or anyone else says that. How dare the NFL soften up the game for those of us that they think should be in the kitchen pumping out kids. Have a great day, Melissa. God, Melissa, that's got to be one of my favorite letters of all time. I enjoy dick. Okay. Melissa, everything I said yesterday is true. Now, 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 before you get your dander all worked up. 
you have to understand, the NFL just didn't say, oh, wow, look at these ladies' numbers we have. We have to change the game. Speaking of football, how about that mammoth game Odell Beckham had last night? Scored all them touchdowns. Wait, huh? Uh, 49ers beat the Rams, and he had like 20 yards. Ha, 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 ha. Women have ruined, look, look. They've ruined some sports, and I love football. Look, the women didn't do it. Women, did, women watching football didn't ruin the NFL. The NFL ruined football. And the way they did it was, this is what they do, Melissa. They didn't simply see the fact that women were watching the NFL and they said they have to change the, the hit rules and all this kind of stuff. No, no, no. The NFL is a multi-billion dollar corporation. And having worked at a multi-million dollar corporation, the radio world that I was in, uh, I know how things get done these ways when they, when they change things up. So what they did is they, they, they went out and they surveyed 1,000 women. Now, some of these women probably don't like football. Some of these ladies do like football. They sat down and they said, now, what, what do you think of a hit like this? And who knows who answered it? If a real football fan answered it and said, oh, yeah, it's part of the game. Or was it somebody who doesn't watch the game that often and says, oh, my God, I can't believe they hit that hard. If they get enough of those kind of answers, then that's when the NFL goes, oh, okay, we need to make – see, women like – Melissa, women like you and Cowboys Girl, you aren't going anywhere. You are what they would refer to as P1s, okay? Here's the bad news about P1s. Nobody gears anything towards P1s because where are P1s going to go? P1s are the dominant super fans of the NFL, like me. I'm a, I, I am a definitely a P1 when it comes to football, baseball, wrestling, whatever. I ain't going anywhere. What they want to go after are the people that don't watch games every week. They want to find those people that watch only the Super Bowl, maybe a game or two here or there, and what can they do to bring them back to the game even more? So the NFL has done this because they're marketing the games to people that don't watch the games. Let's don't be upset with the men who run the NFL. Had a retarded mindset and ruined it for everyone, not women. Generally, your frustration in the right decision. Exactly. P1s will stop watching eventually. Um, are you saying that P1 fans for specific porn sites aren't? <laughs> um, Douglas, I love how you say P1s will stop li- watching eventually. No, they won't. That's why you're P1s. We, 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 we could have gone, look, since I do know a little bit about this, we could have gone on the air one, one Monday or Tuesday, and I could have came on the air and said, Metallica fucking sucks. There have been a lot of people mad at me for saying that. They're going to be listening the next day because they're P1s. This is what fuels them. Football is what fuels P1s. I'd like to think that I'm a P1 and I will eventually stop watching football? Well, I won't. 
Okay, I'm still going to watch. Now, here's my perfect example. I am a P1 of the Texas Longhorns. This year has been abysmal. It's been one of the worst years of my entire football life. We've lost five games in a row, something that hasn't happened since 1956. And no, I'm not that old. But every week, what do I do? Saturday morning, I put on an orange shirt, and I get ready for the game. We've got two games left. Our best player has a dislocated elbow now. Pretty much no chance the Longhorns winning against West Virginia or Kansas State. I'm still going to watch. Oh, and it pisses me off. <laughs> True enough, women have wrecked enough things in history, but they didn't wreck football. <laughs> and Alicia gives you the finger. Uh, I'll stop watching it when it goes to flag football or let women in football, as in a kicker or something. That ain't ever going to happen. There, there will not be a woman player ever. I, I saw something the other night. That there are like three female coaches in the league, and one's a defensive line coach. Huh? Look, look, I look. I, I just got to say right now. I got to say it right now. I don't understand this. How is there a female who is a defensive line coach? I'll be I'll be a full on sexist here. No. Huh? You've never played defensive line. How are you a coach? I agree one of the worst mistakes in history was allowing women to vote. Fight me. Give me examples. Uh, Alicia took the fucking apple. It's been women since the get-go. Right now, I think the ass family can beat the Longhorns. So do I. What does he get up every Saturday now and hates on the Sooners? It's what fans do their, to their teams when they suck. We all do it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I hate the Sooners each and every day of the week. We all know that P1 fans of the radio show and Zach listen to Arnie Radio. Amen to that. So, men were too weak to say no, and that's the Eve's, and that's Eve's fault. Sounds like God made idiots. Uh, but, yeah, when it comes down to the NFL, Melissa, and female football fans, look, look, I miss the old product, too. I do. It is a gladiator sport. It's a violent, violent game played by... Pretty violent guys sometimes. And if you can't handle that, then don't watch. Don't let the NFL come to you and go, well, what can we do to make you watch it more? What can we do to make you buy your own jersey, your own hat, your own, all that kind of shit? What, what, what can we do to get you to the games? Oh, Joe Murphy's calling. Joe Murphy in the house. What's up, buddy? Listen, I, listen, I cannot believe you touched on this subject. I've had many an argument about this. Oh, yeah? You know, if you need to learn tennis or whatever, a man or woman, a woman can teach you just fine. If you strength, you know, strength and conditioning, um, you know, uh, uh, sports medicine, all the facets of, of, of the game, they're different games. But, but, uh, when it comes to uh, a woman is not going to teach JJ Watt how to play defensive end. It's just not going to happen. Well, it's happening, my friend. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. It's all, and everybody's, you know, and everybody's like, oh, they can do this. Why not? Why not? They're, well, because they, like you said, they've not been in the game. It's very violent. It's what, there will never be a female shortstop for the New York Yankees. I'm sorry. I, 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 mean, I agree. It, it, I mean, I mean, I can't. I can't believe that we don't have a female pitching coach in Major League Baseball yet. Because, yeah, because I mean, they've it, never thrown a ball overhand, not pitching wise. All the best women pitchers are softball pitchers. But that's right. But but see, that's underhand, right? Uh, right, but, underhand. But this is exactly and, what the NFL is doing by putting these women as coaches on defensive lines. It's ridiculous. Can, can a woman can a woman teach uh, track and field yep. running? Yep. Of course, of course. Can a woman teach bowling, tennis? Yep. Yes. Yes, I give them all the credit in the world. I mean, they, they've come leaps and bounds. I, I love that women are taking their place. They are 50% of our society. They deserve, can, should there be 50 women in Congress and in the Senate? Or, mm-hmm. Yes, there's 100 senators. 50% of the population is women. I, there should be 50% in the Senate. There are, yes, yes, all the credit due to the women. They have, they have, they have crushed the glass ceiling, but there are certain things. Do, do you, do you, uh, let's see, uh, do you want to teach uh, 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 Lamaze anytime no. soon? No, I don't. Yes, I know. We don't want to teach the mods. No. Hey, you have that. Hit. Yeah. So I wanted to chime in on that because I have gotten an argument with, with like, you know, uh, athletes that I went to high school with that were like all state players. And, stuff, and a few of them are like, you know, why can't she be the linebacker coach for the Niners? No, no, no she can't. And how much respect is she going to get? trying to teach, you know, Ray Lewis how to tackle. Yeah, I, I hear you, Joe. Joe, I get what you're saying. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, when it comes to other sports, like, let, let's take bowling, for example. And, Joe, I'm going to blow you away. Your alma mater has probably the greatest women's bowling program in the nation. <laughs> Nebraska, yes, they do. Go to, Nebraska go to Huskers.com for an update. You, yeah. you, Nebraska wins. And if I were to get bowling lessons, you know what? If a gal bowler wanted to teach me, I'm going to fucking listen to her, especially if she's won national championships. Could a woman teach men's volleyball? Yep. Yes. Yep. Of course. Mm-hmm. Could a woman Could a woman teach archery or riflery? Yes. Mm-hmm. But but there's just certain things. I mean, you know, it just like I said, that there's not going to be, you know, they, I mean, there's been a couple of field goal kickers that have played for, you know, I mean, you know, there's there's guys that play professional soccer that never played football in their life, but they can bang a 62 yarder just out of Peru, you know, and there's not going to be, I'm sorry, there's not going to be a woman and please don't hate me that is going to hit the 62 yarder like Texas tech did this weekend to win. It just, Uh, yeah. I mean, look, look, you can go and watch the first female who ever tried to do the NFL combine as a kicker. Her first kick went seven yards to the right, and it wasn't an onside kick. Her next kick, she shanked off 11 yards. She, nobody picked her up. I mean, it, like, it, it's ridiculous. It's getting to a point where 
we have to slow down and say, yeah, there are certain things you can't do. Sorry, but not sorry. You know what? Could a, could a woman teach me how to play a defensive end? Probably. Probably could show me a few things. You know, I don't, I, you know, but not, but not, not, you know, a professional football player, no. you know, and a woman, I, I, I'm, I wish there was a woman president. I really do. Just because, uh, I, you know, I, I, I mean, that women can do it all. Yeah. I know they can. Look, you know, they're bite smart. Your tongue they're... right now. Bite your tongue right now, because we don't want her to take over for, you know, uh, President Poopy Pants. Well, if, if Sweetie Joe doesn't wake up one day, we're all in trouble. <laughs> I remember, I remember the Sarah Palin scare. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I thought she was hot, so I didn't care if she took over. Yeah, but... she kind of looked like Lisa Ann, so that's okay. <laughs> she could see Russia from her porch, but. So I wanted to chime in on that. I appreciate that because when right. I heard you talking about that, I was like, wow, I've had many an argument with that. So All I right, appreciate Joe. it, buddy. Joe, we will talk right to on, you brother. on Thursday, my friend. Okay. I, you, I can't wait, buddy. Thank you. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Ta- Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. What happened with Kamal the last two chances to get range? <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's read some things here. Women should know their place. Uh, women grow fetuses drastically better than I can. Uh, I thought that those that can't do teach. Some of the best coaches I've had were shitty in their perspective sport, but had the right eyes and understanding of what needed to be successful. Uh, just a perspective I think would be interesting to throw out there. Well, I, I, I agree with that. I think there are a lot of people out there that can that would rather teach it than try to do it, but the problem is... And I'm not saying on all levels. Joe brought up something very interesting there. If you're at a high school level and you've got a kid who's been playing football for maybe a year or two, and you bring in a female coach who knows the defensive line, I don't have a problem with a female coach in high school here. Now, when you're getting to college, that might be a little iffy. But high school, no problem whatsoever. You want to be a female defensive line coach at a high school, more power to you. If you're good. But the NFL, no. Mm-mm. Uh, let's see. You men would die if it wasn't for us. You men would die if it wasn't for us women. Uh, Brady, well, of course, we had to be born somewhere. Now get back and make my sandwich. <laughs> Joe just said, you know, you know, you know. I mean, you know. <laughs> wow. Uh even if she can kick, what happens when she needs to block the receiving team from running it past her to get hit by a 200-pound-plus man? Well, that's the one thing that nobody likes to talk about except me. Alicia sent it to me. Uh, she sent me the video of it, like, uh, about four or five days, and I knew at that time she was in and out of listening because of her job. Show me this video that we talked about, this MMA debacle that happened where they finally had an intergender match. They had a gal who was not trained in mixed martial arts whatsoever. She was an, she was an arm wrestling champion, and she took on this man. First of all, a real man would never take that fight, first and foremost. real man would never, ever take that fight. This fella did and proceeded to beat the shit out of this woman. Now, it happened in lovely Brazil. 
And let, look, this is my opinion of Brazil. They're nothing but a bunch of fucking savages anyway. This would never happen in America. At least we're a halfway refined here in this country. You put a woman in, a, in an MMA fight or a boxing match with a man who's the same weight as her. I'm not saying the woman won't punch him. Heck, she might even make him bleed. She ain't going to win. I'll tell you that right now. She ain't going to win. And, and the bad thing is that the man is in a no-win situation. If he loses to her, he's the guy that lost to a chick. And most of us are going to say that's fixed anyway. And if he ends up beating the living shit out of him, he's, a, he's an asshole for taking the fight. Because you shouldn't beat girls. I have zero problem with women's sports. I think women's sports are just as important to women as men's sports are to them. Teaches them about teamwork. Teaches them how to work well with others, i.e. teamwork. Teaches you strategy, all kinds of shit. And I think I think women's sports are equally as important as men's when it comes down to the ability to teach young people. But stop mixing them together. Women don't need to play against men. Men don't need to play against women. I'm not saying this to be a chauvinist fuck, but men are far physically superior to women. If you don't like that, take it up with the maker. I in no way don't think that women can't fight. I know that women can fight. Hell, I went and saw Alicia fight. Alicia fought a girl, and, and look, no, no fault of Alicia's. This girl's a fucking rabid dog that she was fighting. She's a champ now. I think they gave her a strap this last weekend. That girl, I wouldn't want to get kicked by that girl, mainly because I'm not in mixed martial arts. I don't want to get kicked by anybody. But if you're going to start intertwining these things, you're going to see a lot of upset people, and I'm going to be one of them. Am I going to get the first boxing match where it's a chick who weighs 145 pounds taking on a man that weighs 145 pounds? You goddamn right I am. Because I, I like seeing a good knockout, and that's exactly what will happen. Uh, neither of those retards knew how to fight. It was like watching two retarded monkeys trying to figure out which hole to put it in. Yeah. They're good at what they do. Uh, let's see. I actually agree with Alicia on that. Hell, if a woman can pitch 10Ks in a ball game, then great. But if she can't throw hard enough in hindsight, well, now you know. Same thing with that kicker. If she can take down a punt returner, great. Problem is, is that society won't think it's great. Because I'm going to tell you what happens. One of two things happens. Both of them equal the word targeting. Coaches tell players not to go after the kicker then. If she's kicking the ball off or she's punting the ball, don't go after her. Or you're going to have old school coaches out there that go get her out of the game. She's going to have a big target painted on her back, and I don't think that's right. I don't want to see a 240-pound linebacker who's not good enough to make the starting team who's on special teams just completely destroy a girl kicker. I don't want to see it. 
Just don't. Uh, good morning, Arnie. I completely agree, especially on the wrestling mat. Uh, I, I know you do. That girl hadn't gone three rounds until she fought me. My face still looked pretty. <laughs> She's a hell of a wrestler, that's for sure. Yeah, that girl. And you're still pretty. Come on. Uh, I knew uh, she was going to win that fight and messaged her. She wouldn't have a problem. She KO'd her opponent in 34 seconds. Her opponent should be fighting a weight class lower and has. Look, look, this is the whole thing. Gals want to fight gals? Okay, great. I'll watch. We've had great women fighters out there. I'm never, ever going to say Ronda Rousey, but I, we've had great women fighters out there. Layla Ali was a fantastic female woman's boxer. Does that mean I want to see her take on? Oh, who would it be? Would it have been Oscar Day? Uh, a younger Floyd Mayweather Jr.? No, I don't want to see that. Floyd would fucking beat her ass. Women's softball is super popular all over America. At the high school level and even at the college level. Hell, they sell out the Women's World Series. Makes you kind of wonder, why is there no female professional softball league? And if there is, not very big. I mean, think about this. If there is a women's professional softball league out there, fucking ESPN doesn't even cover it. They cover cornhole. Cornhole is covered on ESPN. Because people aren't interested in it. Sorry, but not sorry. The WNBA, do you think anybody gives a fuck about that? No. Alicia, you could have tapped me in if you want. Oh, I was telling you. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I hate to say this, but uh, Braddy Kid said after that fight that she could have whooped your ass, Alicia. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She watched the fight, and she's like, shit, I could have whooped her ass. That's why they have weight requirements. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. what I'm calling for, though, is the same. Layla Ali, I think she fought at either 125 or 135. And at one point in his career, Floyd Mayweather weighed 125 or 135. Pound for pound. Not going to happen. Mike D says, because cornhole fucking rocks. But yeah, I don't want to see I don't want to see a couple 145 125 pounders going at it from from mixed sexes. No, cuz I already know who's going to win. There shouldn't be any fucking betting lying on there. Would you see Conor McGregor versus Ronda Rousey? Only if Isis was sitting around the ring armed. That's what I would like to see. I would like to see that fight. Let's not forget about the Tag World Championships on ESPN. They show the fucking championships of CrossFit on w, uh, on ESPN. CrossFit, they show people working out. See how fucking ESPN has jumped the shark. I'm surprised ESPN doesn't have a camera set up in a gym. Hey, it's chest day. Let's watch people do chest. And that's completely different than the strongman competition because the strongman competition is pretty badass. But CrossFit is not. 
CrossFit, the first rule of CrossFit is to tell everyone that you do CrossFit. The second rule of CrossFit is to brag to everyone that you do CrossFit. I already said I get in the ring with Alicia. I'm her towel slash water girl. All right, let's move on to the last mail. That way we can get to the stories, and I can get out of here at 1130 to get to my appointment. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I just wanted to say that you have somehow, someway, found a way to make Fridays even better. I absolutely love Cover Song Friday, and the songs you've picked out so far are amazing. I did want to know what happened to the CCR version I heard someone mention about Heard It Through the Grapevine. I would give you some suggestions, but I want to sit back and see what you come up with this Friday. Heather. Uh... I have the CCR version. Look, the reason why the CCR version hasn't made its way into Cover Song Friday yet is I didn't figure out a way, and it was Mike D who suggested that. I didn't figure out a way to put it in because it's 11 minutes and 5 seconds. It's an 11-minute song. It's a long song. I have now. So Mike D on Friday, I would be here, I don't know, 11 minutes before the show started. Because that is the song that is going to kick off Cover Song Friday this week. Yes, we have enough songs to do it this week. So there you go. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe says, Women's World Cup, huge. Women's tennis, huge. Uh, And jiu-jitsu with men my size and skill level, you can feel the strength difference. That's just the reality. It is. It truly is. And yes, I'm not saying that there's not a place in the world for women's sports. I think they're va- they're very, very important. Joe mentioned a couple. Women's World Cup is enormous. Why? Because it's soccer. It's the biggest game played in the entire world. Now, it's far smaller, even on a world view, than the Men's World Cup. And this is why you hear the U.S. women bitch about how much money they make. They don't make as much as the men. The men pull all their money from all of FIFA. It's the FIFA World Cup. So when the men are playing in the World Cup game, they have more people, they charge more for the tickets, and they get their percentage, which, by the way, is a lower percentage than what women get. The Women's World Cup team in America gets a higher percentage of the purse than the men do. Now, their higher percentage doesn't match up with what the men are making because there's more money in the men's game because, and I, I, I know I'm not sounding sexist here, I'm just speaking the truth, the men's game is more popular. I love that, that they did this for like a day or two when they were trying to call for women's pay in the WA to be, WNBA to be increased, and they tried to compare it to the NBA. Stop. Just stop. Stop it right now. You should be happy that you're getting paid to play a sport that you love. That's all I'm going to say about that. So there you go. Uh, All right, what are we going to talk about here? Uh, I did the prosecutor's thing. Uh, Let's see. Save that one. 
I got sent this story the other day, and I, I don't care for it very much. I believe it was Brett that sent me the story, so thank you. LAPD advises city residents to cooperate and comply with robbers. Meaning, if your house gets broken into, just do what they say. They put this out on Twitter. They released the seven points conveying the department's advice for what city residents ought to do in response to the robberies. Point five says, if you're being robbed, do not resist the robbery suspects. Cooperate and comply with their demands. Be a good witness. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with the LAPD there. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, if you're being robbed or someone is breaking in your house, do what Christopher does. And that's what he does. All he does is stand up to protect where he is. Please, somebody break into my house. Please. Please. Please let that happen. Because I would like to know what the phrase dangerously sharp actually means. Yep, I called it on the show three years ago. This is how England handles robbers, and eventually it'll happen in the U.S. Cowboys girl, yep, yep, just sure, just let them rape you. San Francisco robbery is a fact of life, not in Texas. Well, that's shoplifting is a way of life there. Yeah, I, I don't shoplift here in Texas because I don't want to get fucking taken downtown. If you're getting robbed, just give them everything. If you're getting attacked, don't defend yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. Some dummy breaks into my house, I'm going to cut out their spleen. I don't even know where the spleen is, but I'm going to find it. I got a sharp enough knife. Remember, I have a dangerously sharp knife. The robbers value their life less if they come breaking into my house. Hey, man, look, this is my house. This is where I live. You want to break into my house, and the L.A. police are saying to residents there, just let the robbers take what they want. I'll tell you this right now. My house was robbed. My house was robbed, what, three, four Julys ago? I'm still not over it. I'm still pissed about it. They got my daddy's ring. If I could find out to this day who did that, I'm cutting their fucking spleen out. I'm not going to listen to the LAPD on this. I think this is dangerous because it is exactly, it is exactly what Cowboys Girl says. If they're raping you, just sit back and be a good witness. Don't fight them all. Don't fight them all, really. So somebody breaks into my house, and let's say they stab my dog, and then they're going after Braddy Kid. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting their spleen out. I might, I might see if my knife is sharp enough to actually cut their spine. But you're goddamn right. Darnie also has a dangerously sharp wit. Yes, uh, that's not what I did. I be, be a good witness. Hey, Mr. Crackhead, I don't like what you're doing. 
Oh, now you're raping my wife? I'll have you know the cops will get here at some point when they have a chance. You'll be sorry when they get here because I'm going to testify against you. No. Uh Uh-uh. No. Just roll over to Robbers, a campaign brought to you by the legal industry of the Association of Therapists Dealing with Violence. So it's not okay to give the tap to the rapist? Well, well, I tell you what, that's a generous rapist. The rapist that goes down on you? (laughs) What, is he holding a knife to your throat while he's going down on you? You can be a good witness and still blow their head off. Amen. I'm going to remember everything because this is a story I'll be telling for the rest of my life to people. So the guy broke in my house. I took out my Bowie knife, and I tried to figure out where his spleen was. You know, damnedest thing, I couldn't find it. I cut out his heart and a lung. Oh, I have those right now. Those, those are in cases that I display on my front door. Don't fight back if somebody robs you. Motherfucker, please. If they ain't got a gun or a knife, they have just fucked up. Mm-mm-mm. But, but B. Coop, like you said, you're right. They do this in, in England. This, I, I, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that, that my life is half over. And I, I don't want this to sound morbid or terrible, like I'm going to kill myself. But I swear, the softer the world gets the worse it's going to be. When you allow this kind of softness to take over where the police force tells you, uh, just just go with the robbery. No, uh-uh. No. Uh, so LA County police say to comply with robbers. Yep, comply with rapists and murders and hell, even pedophiles. That way you can be... Uh, the best witness, that's what they want. This is the product of not making men. Any woman married to a man that listens to the LAPD isn't married to a man. I can I can agree with that, Sawyer's dad, and let me just say... Correct the mundo! I do like the phrase, fuck around and find out. I think that should be, honestly, one of the new phrases in America. If I was running for president in 2024... That would be it. Arnie states, fuck around and find out. Now, I'm not running for office because I have far too many skeletons in my closet, and I I don't know how many networks would allow me to run my ad of fuck around and find out. Oh, Oh, President Z over in China, he'd fuck around and find out about one too many times. This whole Afghan thing, let me let me tell you, if we had a commander-in-chief that had the, the moniker of fuck around and find out, Afghanistan would be a big fucking crater in the ground right now after those 13 Marines got killed. Oh, we got all of our people out? All right, let's go ahead and just make that place a fucking glass sheet for about a thousand years. I mean, shit. 
We're getting so soft. Let's try to talk this out. Look, look, it, it started, and, and I have to blame it. It starts with my generation. People in Gen X. They're the ones who raised all these soft-ass fucking kids that are out there now. And those soft kids are going to have kids of their own that are going to be even softer. They're going to be fucking ten-ply. That's how soft they are. Stole that from Letter Kenny. My time in this world is I, men like me have put in, put in glass cases and it just says break in use of emergency. Well, I'm just waiting because it'll happen. So, yeah, I have been on lately. What's your opinion on this Kyle feller on the trial? Oh, I think he's going to get off. I, I, I think he's going to get off on all charges. I think he was defending himself. I have no problem saying that. None at all. We talked about that in uh, listener mail and earlier, but like you said, you haven't been here lately. So, but yeah, th- th- this whole idea of, of these countries dictating what we're gonna do—no, no, 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 no. Afghanistan, you fucked around and found out. That's why your your world is now a glass sheet. Nobody can live there for a thousand years. People in Chernobyl are making Afghani jokes now. Camel's going to come out with fucking 16 humps on its back. Why? Because, well, you fucked around and then you found out. But see, we don't have those leaders anymore. We don't have that mentality. Generation X has that mentality for some parts, except when it comes to raising kids. Because it was my generation that started this whole everybody gets a fucking trophy thing. You want to look back on the downfall of America, I can tell you when it was. It was the first day participation trophies were allowed. When we taught kids that winning wasn't that important. I will believe this until I take my last dead breath on this world. When we showed people how winning wasn't that important, that everybody is going to get rewarded for just participating... It was over. It was over. The softies won. We shouldn't have. Najee Harris from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers was made fun of Sunday for not realizing there could be a tie in the NFL. And I say good for him to not know that a tie can happen. Because we're not Europe. We're not Japan. We're not all these other places where they're fine kissing their fucking sister. Because that's what a tie is. Like kissing your fucking sister. There's nothing worse that can happen, and that includes losing. I do believe that losing is one of the best things that can happen. Because you learn so much more from losing than you do from winning. Winning doesn't stop you from learning, but a lot of people think it does, or think it does. No. But nothing teaches you more than failing. And nothing teaches you less than, oh, well, good is good enough. 
haven't been here lately. That's why we have ArnieRadio.com so you can sign up. Well, he he knows. He knows. Uh, let's see. But thank you. I appreciate that, Christopher. I think the downfall occurred when we allowed people to spit on Vietnam veterans. Yeah. Every one of those hippies should have been bitch slapped because uh, that time it wasn't illegal. Man, oh, man. I, I, I can't. Whenever I see someone wearing a Vietnam hat, I try to go. If they're, if they're across the way from me, and if you know me, you know how much I hate walking across the way. I will almost jog out of the way to say thank you to a Vietnam veteran who didn't want to go in the first place, was forced to go by his or her country. Not a lot of hers, but some hers. They were forced to go to a fight in a war that they didn't know about, that they didn't believe in, but they had a job to do, and that was protect America. And then when they came home to be called them baby killers and be spit on, no. No room for that. You got to clean yourself up on that one. <laughs> to be clear, if she's my stepsister and smoking hot, I'm kissing that slut. <laughs> and yet, there are a lot of crybabies out there who have temper tantrums when they lose, i.e., elections. Bravo. Amen to that. So, right, if winning wasn't important, we'd all be speaking German. Yes, we would. But hey, good is good enough. That's the worst phrase you can ever hear. If, if, if you're a person like me and you have kids, I don't have kids, thank God. Because I'll just tell you this right now. If I ever had kids, I'd be, I would be banned from every sports league. Every fucking sports league I'd be kicked out of. I, I would have fucking trespasses on all of them. They could take me to the clink. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to be talking a lot of shit. And you fuck up a call, oh, I don't fuck up a call in front of me. And once you start, and, and this, is, this is a good rule of thumb, when it, not even when it comes to sports. Good is not ever good enough. No matter what it is. You're cooking, cleaning, eh, good is good enough. You know it in your heart of heart, it's not good enough. Go back there and finish what you're doing. Don't just say good is good enough. If a kid wins one game out of a 10-game schedule and you hand that kid a trophy, which has been done, you are stifling that young person's growth. I always tell you the story about the worst baseball team I ever played on, the Bears. And we had a coach, John Kimbrough, whose mentality was good is good enough. I was 12, and I did not accept that mantra. I got my revenge on him, though. The next year when I played for a team where good was not good enough, where winning was the only thing that mattered, he threw me out of a game at home plate because I called him a cocksucker right to his face when I was 12. Because, no, nowhere is good good enough. It can always be better. It's why you put in the hard work. No matter what it is that you do, whether it's a fucking podcast, whether you're an MMA fighter, 
whether you're a, a truck driver. Good is not good enough. If you want to stand up and you want to be somebody in life, you get rid of the phrase, good is good enough. Good is not as good as great. I just had a memory pop up on Facebook how the left was protesting the Electoral College five years ago. Yeah, look. But see, now, now, you're, now you're venturing into the world of politics where one side is allowed to do anything that they want. And if you try to call them on that, then you're baiting them to a fight or you're going to be called, you're going to be put in some sort of smear campaign. A lot of people want to say, oh, well, the Democrats got tough. The, the left got tougher. That's why they're doing this. No, no. The left's not tough at all. If the left was tough, they wouldn't take your shit away from you. They wouldn't cancel you. Cancel culture is a, a total, total part of the left's mentality. If we don't like what you're saying, well, then guess what? You don't get to say anything anymore. Lin-Manuel Miranda. The uh, the fella who uh, hold on let me let me find this story here. Do I have it in here? Trans in the Heights. Yeah, okay. Lin Manuel Miranda, the guy who who created Hamilton. They tried to fucking cancel him a few weeks ago, and I'm sitting there going, "You're trying to cancel a guy who made a Broadway musical." And he replaced white people with black people and, and Hispanic people. You're saying that this guy is going to get canceled. Well, he came out and said, hey, it's called having opinions. I remember, I, I know I sound like an old man sitting on my rocking chair. I remember back in the good old days when you could have opinions. And he's 100% correct. Because now, if you don't have the wherewithal to say this is my personal opinion, and even then it won't be allowed because these people will pass judgment on you, and then they'll tell their friends, and then their friends say something, and so on and so on and so on. I don't think that you should bow down to the cancer culture. I'm not. I still tell dick and fart jokes on my TikTok page. We still have fun on this show. We aren't afraid to say certain words. The idea of canceling someone because you don't like the opinion they have, how weak sauce are you? I mean, I mean, instead of fighting about it, you're just going to cancel them to where nobody even gets to hear what they say anymore. And you're going to call that a win. Yeah, I don't think so. I raised both my boys by myself, and they were taught at a very young age that participation trophies went straight into the garbage. They were taught to work harder. They also saw the backside of my hand a few times, and I'm happy to say that they are great, productive adults now. (laughs) What was it your dad said? I don't call them boys. I call them the N-word. Yeah, that's what he said in church. All opinions. 
Now, I'm not going to say all opinions matter because I don't care about your opinions. Now, does that make me worth canceling? I don't care about your opinions? No, because you really shouldn't care about my opinions either because they're my opinions. Arnie, I got, I'm going to say a certain word right now, moist. Terrible word. Women hate that word. So if you, if you go around saying moist to a bunch of women that hate the word moist, does that mean you're misogynistic? You're picking on those poor girls, those poor girls that can handle themselves better than most of these damn Karens out there that are doing this. There's a great scene. I did get to watch Yellowstone last night. Uh, there's an awesome scene. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry. i got to ruin the scene for you. Somebody is dumb enough to videotape Beth Dutton dealing with a, a situation. And Beth walks up to this bitch and grabs her phone, throws it on the ground, and steps on that motherfucker. That's what we as Americans got to start doing. And yes, I know you're damaging people's products, but I don't know about you. I am sick and tired of everyone, everywhere they are now. If they hear something, they whip out their phone to take a fucking video of it. So many people were taping the Alabama concert on their cell phones or on their their tablets. I'm sitting there like, well, why don't you watch the show and enjoy it? Well, we can enjoy this at home. No, you're not going to enjoy it at home because it's going to sound like shit. Ask family assignment today. Walk up to a random woman and say moist. (laughs) I I, I, I don't know if I can support that. If you do, please video it and send it to me. But you're trying to cancel this guy, this guy who's done more for society than a lot of people ever gave him credit for? Good old Lynn Mandy. By the way, if you do live in California, congratulations to the city council of Orville. They are now declared a constitutional republic city Republic City, to protect its citizens' right in the light of federal and state mandates. Quote, what we're doing is protecting our citizens' rights as much as we can on a local level. In a way, we're acting as a sanctuary city for our citizens and their rights and freedoms protected by the U.S. and state constitutions. Gavin Newsom uh, modeled this type of declaration for us when he declared San Francisco a secure sanctuary city for what he believed to be overreached by the federal government against its citizens. I love it. I think this is great. Um... They say it's not tied to one specific mandate, like getting shots and things like that. The city's against them all. The local government's about getting them all. I think it's funny. I'm glad. I'm glad that Joe is starting to feel the pressure of being the president of the United States. 
love what she said after she broke that phone. Oh, yeah. Beth is such a train wreck, and that makes her even hotter. Sanctuary City you can go to and live your best life. I guess they don't make you wear masks. They ain't going to make you get shots to hang out there. See, I think what the problem is with America is where we are right now. When it comes down to decision-making, it has to be either one way or another because they won't work with each other anymore. And I'm betting if if both sides got together and they worked together, you'd get a far better product. You would. You'd get a far better product if both sides worked with each other. But that ain't going to happen. Because both sides are equal in the blame. The right has allowed all this kind of cancel culture to happen, that we didn't nip this in the bud 10 years ago. And the left just sits there, and sometimes they join in and say people should be canceled. You know who should be canceled? People like Jeffrey Dahmer. People like Ted Bundy. Serial killers, mass murderers, they don't matter. It is amazing, isn't it? All right, let's see. Um, uh, all right, I got two more stories here, and since uh, which one? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that one, that one, that one. Okay. So the first story is about a new sandwich now at Arby's. Now, you can only get this, this sandwich in Canada, eh? But it kind of, eh, makes me want to drive up to Quebec, maybe. But I don't know if they have Arby's in Quebec. For a limited time, Arby's has introduced a new poutine dip sandwich. So it's a roast beef sandwich that has curly fries in it along with cheese curds on a toasted roll that comes with a a container of brown gravy for dunking it in. Uh, uh, That that sounds amazing. That that truly said, because they put, like, that's the thing in Canada. See, you get the fries, eh, and you put the curds on there, and it's really, really good, you know. And then you pour on the brown gravy. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and have to get one of them, but it's only at damn Canadian Arby's now. They're fucking ruining American Arby's by putting that nasty-ass rib shit on there. Logan says, thanks a lot. Another pair of fucking soiled underwear. Christopher says, oh, sounds fucking good. There's another story about, like, McDonald's over in uh, Korea. McDonald's in Korea is putting macaroni on cheese, macaroni and cheese on their burgers. Are you going to Canada now? They, 
he tests vaccinated to come in. Okay. Is that what The Rock always talked about, eating poutine pie? Well, poutine is like fries covered. They have cheese curds in there, and it's covered in brown gravy. Sounds fantastic. Just don't eat it in Terrell. <laughs> All right, so hopefully that, that comes out in America sometime soon. Because that sounds amazing. There was no picture of it, so I, I couldn't spank it to it. Uh, all right, last story uh, of the show today. Like I said, I have an appointment I have to get to here in about 40 minutes. Thank you for uh, – we will do a full show tomorrow, including Celebrity at the Desk Match. We are going to do the uh, Mount Rushmore of arcade games tomorrow. Friday will be Worst Foods. This story is terrifying. Uh does it say where this is? This has got to be in some fucking third world tore apart nation. Yeah. It's on the Nile River. So it's down in Africa. Hail and thunderstorms along the Nile River swept hundreds, hundreds of scorpions and snakes into Egyptian streets. That's right. You're walking down the street, and all of a sudden, ding dong, you get stung by a scorpion. Terrifying video shows scorpions try to make it into a house with flood water rises. Egypt is home is to fat-tailed scorpions that are among the most deadly in the world, and that can kill humans in under an hour. This is why you don't go to other countries. You know how the phrase goes, this is why we can't have anything nice? Hello, Africa, learn that one. Can't have anything nice because you're going to allow fucking scorpions all over your damn streets. The ironic part is places like Korea will call it the American Mac and Cheeseburger, and we can't even get it in America. Yep. Do they make a chicken version for vegetarians? <laughs> We're going to be making that uh, that all juice today, that all Jew. Yeah, that people are coming over tonight for roast beef sandwich after we go to church. And uh, in case they don't eat meat, uh, we got chicken salad. I got chicken salad for those people that don't eat meat. Fucking crazy woman. Mm-mm-mm. The people that did get, get stung, and there was like 200 people. I'm sorry, 500 people that got hospitalized after getting stung. They all got anti-venom. They're all going to make it. I still don't want to get stung by a scorpion. No thanks. It's not on my bucket list. I heard one of the poor hard-rocking Egyptian fellers was listening to a mixtape with the scorpions and white snake. And he went, oh, the irony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why couldn't this be Gaddafi's kid who's running for office? That's correct. Momar, one of Momar Gaddafi's sons that we didn't get. He's running for fucking political office. That's fucking great. Oh, by the way, today's jokes. Today's jokes before I leave. I only told two today. Um, what do Anderson Cooper, Elton, and El- uh, let me start it over. What do Anderson Cooper and Elton John have in common with mice? 
They all hate pussy. Next one. What kind of bird would Kamala Harris be? A swallow. Yep, I went there. What were the Egyptian kids picking on the one Jewish kid in school because he sounds like a plague to me? No shit, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, those scorpion attacks. Uh, Lean Sting attacking the NWO. Yeah. How's the sourdough going? Well, it, it still uh, it still lives in our refrigerator right now. I think it's down to one feeding a week. I'm ready for to make it. I'm ready for some of that shit. All right, that's going to do it for us today. I got to get to this thing. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble a game we all play But you need to save something for rainy day You've got to learn to play your cards right If you expect to win in life Don't put it all on the line for just one roll You've got to have an ace in the hole way you want to go and money or love or all the above have a little more than what you show when life deals out a surprise have a few surprises of your own no matter what you do no matter where you go you've got to have an ace in the hole you've got to have an ace secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble a game we all play But you need to save something for rainy day You've got to learn to play your cards right If you expect to win in life Don't put it all on the line for just one roll You've got to have an ace in the hole
finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him. 